Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. Have you ever wanted to jumpstart your fitness goals, but you have no idea where to start? That's why I developed the Get Fit in Six Challenge. I started this challenge in 2019, ran a spring challenge as well, and it has been thriving and just like my clients who participate. What's the Get Fit in Six? It's a challenge where you are provided with customized macros, cardio recommendations, you get group support and a private Facebook community, a workout split that will keep you progressing and in the gym five times a week, and also a private check-in with me at week three with progressions to your plan. I developed the Get Fit in Six because I understand that not everybody has the availability to check in weekly or even the finances to do so. So let me ask you, are you ready to get fit? And if you are, check out the description. Have my Facebook Live going on. So guys, for my Nicole Ferry Fitness clients, they all have access into my private Facebook community um, where they will have this live forever in there. Um, it's such a great community in there where they post recipe ideas, motivational videos. I'm in there answering questions, but this live will permanently go into that group. I'm also recording for Beyond the Bikini Radio, which is my podcast. You guys can find that link in my Instagram bio. And then this is an Instagram live clearly when I'm looking over here. So my vision is going to be all over the place in today's live. Um, clients, I recommend that you go into the private Facebook group. It might be a little bit better. Um, again, to ask questions today, if you have them, that's why I'm here. I'm here to answer your guys' questions and help you out. We are doing a macro Monday today. So we're going to talk a lot about flexible dieting and tracking macros um, and just how to hit your numbers like a pro. So hit your, hitting your numbers to a T. In short, so if you guys don't know what macros are, they are your protein, carbs, and fats. And you figure out these numbers either on your own or you hire a coach to figure them out for you. For me and my clients, I figure out their macros based off of a questionnaire, and then we hop on a initial phone consult together. Now, there's so much noise out there with macros with high fat or low carb or moderate to low protein or super high protein. There's a lot of what I say noise out there and everybody's fitness goals are a little bit different. Um, so you have to keep that in mind too. I will say macro calculators are not the most accurate way. Um, and if you're unable to invest in a coach, maybe invest in some sort of like group coaching. Um, that's why I offer the get fit in six I have the Get Fit in Six Summer 2.0 Challenge. That is a more affordable way to get customized macros and a private check-in with me and just a good intro to flexible dieting and tracking macros. Um, but again, if you're not able to afford one-on-one -on -one coaching calculators, take them for a grain of salt. So the first thing's first. You need your macros, your protein, carbs, and fats. Second thing you need to become a macro, macro tracking king or queen um, is you need a tracking app. I like to use my fitness pal and, and there's a couple reasons why. I'm going to take a little sip of my coffee too. 
So I use my fitness pal and I've been using my fitness pal for four years. I think it's been about four years. The reason why I like to use my fitness pal is because there is the scanning label on it. So if your food has a label on it, you know, when you're at the grocery store and you're checking out and you're just scanning the label, my fitness pal works the same exact way. Back in the day when people used to keep a food journal and a food diary, it used to be so much harder. You used to have to take out a good old piece of pen and paper and then open up an actual old school nutrition book and like find the exact food that you want and then track the grams or ounces or make the conversions. What's great about my fitness pal is you can just scan the food and then different measurements pop up for it. Usually the serving size that's on the label that will pop up for it, or you'll have grams or ounces or um, just different measurements. So for me, I track my food in both grams and ounces. Um, there, It's a conversion too. So for example, 28 grams equals one ounce. So you can kind of flip-flop it. When you're tracking liquids, it's going to be milliliters too, depending on if you're in the States or if you're in another country. So I know here in the States, we do a little bit different measurements of like body weight though. Okay. So a couple tips um, when you are tracking your macros. Number one is, well, what I do for my clients is I provide them with a grocery list. Um, but I want you to create your own grocery list and separate your foods into protein, carbs, and fats. And some of you out there right now are like, I don't know what the heck a macro is. And I don't even know how to get started tracking. That's when you reach out to me through email and you get a free macro ebook from me that will teach you everything about macros and how to get you started. Side note too, in today's dual lives, if you guys are seeing this like smoke coming at me, it's my diffuser blowing peppermint because I've been having like a headache and stomach ache all day. So there's that. Um, I'm also seeing some people walk on and I have not been saying hello, which is rude. So hi, Maddie, what's going on? I see Natalia's here. Kelsey's here. Got Marianne on the Facebook live, Angela, Sarah, Tiffany. What's going on guys? How are you? Again, ask questions if you have them, but what I recommend is you separate your foods into protein, carbs, and fats. If you don't know what a protein, carb, and fat is, that's when you take a day or, you know, it's going to take more than one day where you whip out my fitness pal and you just search different foods. This is what I did when I first got started. I would just search different foods. So I would look up like a banana or look up chicken or look up egg whites or look up eggs or look up almonds and figure out like what are these foods even composed of? Because a lot of the times we are consuming foods and we have no idea what's in our food. And that's why I like flexible dieting is that teaches you what's in your food. Um, and that's like, don't, don't feel dumb if you don't know what is in your food too. It takes time. You will slowly get like a macro glossary. Whereas if someone is like, Nicole, I have 10 grams of carbs left. What should I do? I could think of like, 20 foods off the top of my head. But if you're just getting started, you probably can't think of 20 foods and that's okay. So it takes time. Um, you're going to have to sit down. You're going to have to do your research. You're going to have to plug in into my fitness pal, a bunch of different foods that sound good to you. Okay. Again, I, you shouldn't be enjoying your diet. Um, you shouldn't be force feeding yourself foods that you aren't looking forward to. Okay. That's defeats the whole purpose of flexible dieting. I do believe that your intake should be 80% whole foods 
and then 20% more processed and fun foods. If you want to keep it 100% whole foods, that's completely fine as well. Um, but find some foods that sound good to you and then separate them into those categories. So for me, you know, don't, you don't feel the need to follow this, but for me off the top of my head, what I can think of is when I think of protein for myself right now, I've really been using egg whites. Um, I've really been using white fish. I've been using shrimp and I've been using chicken and Greek yogurt. Those have been my main sources of protein. And then I've also been consuming whey protein too. So I, um, I focus on food first and then supplementation when it comes to food as well. Now, when I think of carbohydrates, I think of vegetables. So I think of my cauliflower. I think of my lettuce. I think of um, my rice cakes. I think of what else have I been using? Um, I've been... I've just been using a lot of vegetables right now because my carbs are relatively low. But, you know, it'd be things like rices, potatoes, um, oatmeal. Oatmeal is a big one for me that I love. Cream of rice. Um, those are my carbohydrate sources. And then when I think of my fat sources, I think of, you know, low-fat dairy. I think of avocado. I think of hummus. I think of my fattier meat. So sometimes I'll throw in a salmon or I'll throw in a um, more fattier meat like a 90-10 ground beef. So those are some things that I'll incorporate as well. So the main thing too is don't feel the need to limit your foods to like 10 things, okay? You should be cycling through different foods every so often. So yes, I have my list there of proteins, but there's times where I'll walk into the grocery store and I'll think of, oh, when was the last time I had like a yellow squash, or when was the last time I had some tomatoes or mushrooms, or when was the last time I had um, shrimp, or I like I recently just bought some cod. Like I haven't had cod in forever. Um, it's good to cycle up your nutrients so you're getting a variety in there, and that keeps you from getting bored. So many people get so so bored with their diet because they're eating like the same foods over and over and over and over again, which is great if you're a habitual person. But make food fun, okay? protein pancakes, you know, my protein ice cream. I, I like my food to taste good. So that is my biggest tip is find foods that you like that will fit into those categories. Okay. My next tip, this will make or break you. If you are learning how to track macros, I'm telling you this right now. Hopi is playing with her squeak, squeaky toys in the background. Side note, if you guys have ever tracked macros before, let me know by doing thumbs up emoji. Cause I haven't even asked you guys that. All right. So this tip will make or break you. If you're not pre-tracking your food, you're setting yourself up for failure. Um, you, you should not go through the, your day with your macro protocol. So for example, it's your macros are like a budget. So you have protein, carbs, and fats, right? And you, those are in grams and you're given that amount. And you can choose the foods that you're going to spend your budget on. Now, if you're not someone who has done the research and you you have you really understand where your investments are going with your food and you have that experience, you could go through your day just like flying through your budget so fast where or you're flying through your budget in different areas where I have so many girls when they first start coaching with me, they're like, oh my gosh, it's so easy for me to hit my carbs and fats, but I'm struggling to hit my protein or I'm really struggling to hit my fats, but I find that I hit my carbs so early in the day. 
And the biggest thing that went wrong there is you're not pre-tracking. You get to create your own meal plan. Um, the night before, I will literally lay in bed and think of what foods do I want to incorporate for tomorrow? What sounds good? Was I having a craving for something particular? Um, a lot of times I have sweet cravings. That's why I created my whole macro dessert ebook because I have the world's biggest sweet tooth. I grew up on eating Twix for lunch and Ho-Ho's and good times, good times, but we don't do that now. And I, I think of foods I want to incorporate. So even last night I was thinking I air fried some green beans. That sounds really good. I want to have that again. Um, I make protein pancakes. I want to have those again too. I thought about, you know, I haven't had a different source of protein in a while. So I switched that up today. So that's what I do. And I, will literally lay in bed and play around on my fitness pal until I've completely zeroed out my macros. Again, too, I don't look at the total amount of calories for the day. I simply just look at my macro protocols. Um, Hope. Hey, Hopey. Stop. Being a dog mom is fun. I'm chewing carpet. Um, I simply just look at my macros and I don't look at my total calories. The reason why is because the FDA has nutritional labeling errors, um, which means it's just rounding errors. So they can round down or round up. Um, So if a food is technically 27 calories, they can actually round that up to 30 calories. Or if a food is 22 calories, they could like round it down to 20 calories. Um, again, too, sometimes nutritional labels don't take into account the calories that come from fiber. Um, that's another error. So sometimes when you're hitting your macros and your coach, like I know for like my clients, I don't give them the exact calories, but I give them a caloric range because I know in my fitness pal, it's going to range. Um, so just shoot to hit your macros for the day. The other big mistake that I see is people will subtract their exercise calories. So maybe they've synced up. I'm going to grab my little pup real quick. Maybe they've synced up their Apple Watch or their Fitbit with their exercise. So then they're looking at my fitness pal and thinking, well, I had 500 calories subtracted from exercise. So does that mean I have to replace those calories? No, it does not. Um, And I will also say that your tracking devices are not the most accurate. Nothing is 110% accurate. Um, Nothing is. So it's just an estimate. So don't ride or die from your exercise subtraction or even the machine that you're on. Whatever cardio machine you're on and you're thinking you're burning 300 calories from this cardio session, I'm sorry, honey, you're wrong. Someone has to go in there and calibrate it for you and your body. It's wrong. So don't live off of that. So that is my tip um, with tracking macros versus calories and um, with the exercise. That's a big mistake I see people make. Um, Okay, let's see if anyone has questions. Again, that's why I do these lives um, to answer your guys' questions. So I love it when my clients log on too. So shout out to Melanie. Shout out to Tiffany. Yes, so you can get bored with food, Melanie says. And you, you got to switch it up. So really just explore, have fun with it. You know, you're going to have to drop some false beliefs that you have with certain foods and give it a go. I remember when I first started tracking macros, I actually was a vegetarian and, um, 
nothing wrong if you guys are a vegetarian or vegan, but I was doing it because I was legitimately scared of eating protein and like protein from animal sources. So once I realized that protein comes, a lot of it comes from animal sources and that it makes me feel good. And that helps me for me, I I found that it was really changing my physique when I was starting to get more in, um, I, I started to consume more animal products and I started to feel good. So that's, that's a good thing too of macro tracking. If you feel good a certain day and you feel satisfied, take notes on that. Um, okay. So hitting your macros like a pro. The other thing is I get asked a lot, how often should I eat? Um, normal hunger cues is going to be every four four hours is about right. Three to four hours. You're going to have some days where you're more active, where you will be hungrier more frequently. So if you're running a lot of errands or maybe you had a more intense workout that day, you're going to be hungrier. So you're going to want to eat every three hours. Um, but you're not going to die if you eat at, you know, five hours later. My issue I see is girls sometimes will wait six to seven, eight hours between meals that's when you tend to overshoot your calories in the next meal where you're just ravenous. You should never let yourself get to a ravenous state where you're at like, um, from, from one to 10. So one being completely famished, you'd eat anything like dirt off the ground to 10, 10 being overly stuffed. Think of Thanksgiving dinner. Um, you should never let yourself get to that two to three mark. Okay. You should be consuming a meal at roughly four to where you're a little uncomfortable. Um, but you're not completely famished. Okay. Cause then you guys are probably going to overestimate and overshoot and overeat. Okay. Um, the other thing too, is sometimes things don't go as planned. Maybe you aren't, you know, prepared by meal prepping or you didn't go to the grocery store. So this is when I say you should always have a plan A, B, and C. So I'm going to give you guys a scenario. Um, like a plan A is you meal prepped, you went to the grocery store, you set yourself up for success. Awesome. We're good to go. Let's say that didn't happen. Life happened. Something something happened to where you didn't get to set up for um, the week ahead. Have a plan B. So plan B would be, I just thought of the different type of plan B and not plan B. Okay. Anyway, I digress. Plan B would be, you know, maybe a restaurant nearby has a macro-friendly option for you. I'm telling you guys right now, Chick-fil-A, Subway, Chipotle, Moe's has a lot of great food. Um, McDonald's has macro-friendly options. Taco Bell has macro-friendly options. You pull up that restaurant and you look up the macros in there, you'll be able to find something. And I will say when you're going out to eat, it's not going to be the most accurate thing. Um, but it's better than, again, taking your taking yourself to that overly hungry place and then overeating on something silly that's in the office like M&Ms or candy or something that's really not going to help you with your fitness goals. And that's not even going to help keep you full either. Um, And then even if you don't have a plan B, you have a plan C. So plan C is having some sort of a snack on you. Um, I would recommend it be protein based. Again, snacking on just carbohydrates. So snacking on just fruit or candy or like pretzels and rice cakes, like that's not going to satiate you and help keep you full. You need to combine that with either a protein or a fat. Um, so that's when protein bars are great. I love Bobar Nutrition protein bars. Those taste really good. Fit Crunch has really good bars. Um, if you're wanting more of a whole foods base, just like a Greek yogurt cup is a great source for like a snack. Um, and you can even find those at gas stations. We live in the world of convenience. So there's always an option and 
I like beef jerky is great because that's just pure protein. You can always find like some sort of like fresh chopped up veggies as well at the grocery store. I've seen that before. Um, or like gas stations, there's always an option out there. Okay. So then another question I get in regards to macro tracking is what happens when I go over or go under my macros? So for macro tracking, what is considered perfect adherence is staying within plus or minus five grams for proteins, protein and carbs, and then plus or minus three grams for fat. The reason why is because carbs and protein are less calorically dense per gram in comparison to fat. So fat has nine calories per one gram of fat, um, and protein and carbs have four calories per one gram. Okay. So for example, if you go over five grams for fats, that's going to be higher in calories in comparison to going over, you know, like five, 10 calories in proteins and carbs. Okay. Um, if you go over or go under, what I recommend is you look at where you can make improvements. So a lot of the times I see girls going under on protein and that's when I say, well, what was your serving size for like your lunch? Like when you had chicken, they said there's only had two ounces of chicken. Okay. If you're a little bit short on protein, just double, double the serving size, make it four ounces. You're a little bit short on fats. Um, okay. Instead of having one serving of almonds have one and a half serving of almonds. Like just do a simple switch like that. Are you going over on carbohydrates? Okay. Take your one cup of rice and change it to a half cup of rice. So just make those small changes, um, instead of looking for like a whole new food source. The other thing too, is there are serving sizes on food. Okay. Um, it doesn't mean just because you pull out this food that you have to have that serving size. You could have half of a serving size. You could have a third of a serving size. You could have two servings of it. You have three servings of it. Um, I probably have so many servings of veggies and I go through rice, cauliflower, like a mad woman. Um, but I'm telling you right now, I do not have one serving of rice cauliflower, which is 83 or 85 grams. I have roughly 300 grams. Okay. So clearly that is over the serving size. So don't feel like you can only have one serving size. And when it comes to veggies, you need to bring that up. Like, I don't think anybody eats enough veggies. And if you're sitting there thinking, I hate veggies, they don't taste good. You need to put them in the air fryer. It will change your life. Um, again, it's all about changing your palate too. So the more you consume them, the more you're going to crave them and want them. Uh, same goes for candy and alcohol and chips and all that fun food too. The more you eat it, the more you're going to crave it and want it. So when you start nourishing your body, it actually will crave those whole food sources more. I promise. I literally crave green beans now and cauliflower and fruit and chicken. When I used to crave my ho-hos for lunch every single day and drink full sugar pop. So, oh, I moved from, from the Midwest to the South. Soda. I used to drink soda, full sugar. Oh yeah. Live my best life. So that is everything I think I need to cover. Um, I will say if you guys are going really over or really under on macros too, don't try to overcorrect yourself. Okay. Just go back to what your protocols were. Um, and 
get better. If you have a coach, be honest with your coach. I want my clients to have that full on transparency. I'm not looking for perfection. I am looking for progress. So if you're constantly going under on protein, we can address that. We can make that better. How can we work together to get you to hit these numbers? Um, that's why it's great to have a coach. And even I have a coach. Now, I will say when it comes to bikini prep, the amount of structure and how strict you need to be if your macros is another level. Um, and you really should be tracking for at least a year, I would say, consistently before you think of prepping um, and using flexible dieting as a tool to get to the stage or else you're going to kind of overwhelm yourself with the tracking. But um you got to get consistent and you have to make it a part of your lifestyle if that's something you want to do as well. But it gets easier the more you stick with it. Do not give up at week one or two. Macros seems intimidating. It seems scary. But the more you do it, the better you'll get. I promise. Um, I'm going to take another sip of coffee, y'all. And it's like almost 7 p.m. But it tastes really good. So, guys... I'm going to take, guys, my clients, you guys are making me emotional. Stop. <laughs> Melanie, Tiffany, and Carla, stop it. You're being sweet, saying I'm the best coach. Y'all, you're the best clients. That's what you guys are. So I'm opening it up for questions now. So if you have questions, feel free to ask them. Again, that's why I am here. Hope has officially passed out in my lap. Yeah, Carla, I was going to ask you why you up. It's because I know that you are like across the world right now. And uh, it's 1 a.m. there. We talked about getting some sleep. Go to bed. Okay. Again, though, guys, um, this will be posted in the private Facebook group. This will be posted on Beyond the Community Radio if you are wanting to refer back to it. But in short, uh, let's go through everything. So number one you got to get your macro protocols. Either that is from a calculator or a coach, whatever you can afford. I will say coaches will be more accurate than a calculator. Um, your coach, whoever you hire, should require a questionnaire to be filled up prior. Your coach does not require a questionnaire to be filled up prior and is just shooting macros out your way without getting to know you. That's a problem. You should address it. Um, mac macro calculators will not be the most accurate too, but it is an estimate. Create your own grocery list, okay? So really sit with my fitness pal and find foods that will um, help you hit your goals that sound appealing to you. Do not shove tilapia down your throat to hit your protein goals if you hate tilapia. Stop it. Use chicken. Use something different. Um, do not use broccoli if you hate broccoli to hit your carbohydrate goals. Use something different, okay? As long as your actual intake is 80% whole foods and 20% more processed foods, or it could even be 100% whole foods, um, that's what's, that is what is more important, okay? All right. Uh, if you want to be successful, honey, you better pre-track your day, okay? Don't just go through the day consuming. Um, you're going to go through your macro budget so fast. Pre-track your day. Use the night prior. Um, don't stress yourself out. And the reason why I say the night prior is you don't want to wake up in the morning stressing about food and stressing about hitting, hitting these numbers. Flexible dieting should not be stressful. If anything, it should be the most effortless and easy way to eat. I don't even want to say diet. It's just an eating style. Um, yeah, so pre-track pre your day the night prior. Just play on my fitness pal. Um, have a plan A, B, and C. 
plan A being you set yourself up perfectly, you went grocery shopping, you meal prepped, you're good to go. You're a rock star. Perfect. Plan B being, all right, um, my food went bad or I didn't set myself up for the day. What can I do? You can go to Subway. You can go to Chipotle. You could go to Starbucks. You could go to um, the gas station. Like Anywhere you go is going to have a healthy option that will help you hit your macros. And the worst thing that you can do is just sit there and feel bad for yourself for not preparing yourself for the day and eating the M&Ms at work. Okay. That's not going to help keep you full. What you need to do is just, you know, do some research and look at a food that will help you hit your numbers for the day. And I've done that before too. I have, I've had food go bad. I've had like chicken breasts go bad that I traveled with and I'm not about to get food poisoning. So I just went to the uh, gas station and I picked up some beef jerky and I made it work. So that's something that you can do. Um, if you go over or under, don't try to hyper correct yourself. Okay. Just simply get back to your macros and what they were. Um, and then perfect adherence is going to be plus or minus, um, five grams for carbs and proteins, and then plus or minus three grams for fat, just simply because fat has more calories per gram. And the other thing I wanted to say is focus on progress, not perfection. Nobody should expect to hit their macros perfectly within the first week or two. It's going to take time. So be patient with yourself and it gets easier too. Um, and then one other thing, stop subtracting your exercise from your macros and stop looking at the calories because nutrition labels lie. Okay. Um, just focus on hitting your macros and stop adding extra math with the exercise too. It's going to really confuse you. Just focus on your macros, protein, carbs, and fats. That's it. And fiber. Fiber would be great too. I recommend that, you know, women, you consume around 25 to 30 grams of fiber a day. Men, you're going to be anywhere between 35 to 40 grams, depending on your height. Um, that's really important for healthy digestion, but that's another talk for another day. So that is everything I have to say. Um, I see a handful of questions right here. Thank you so much, Tiffany. What's up, Paige? Hey, Haley. Haley's also like, I just finished my cup of coffee at 5. Yeah, at 7 p.m. I'm a psycho. Yes, you can lift weights while you're still in keto. But I don't really like keto for my goals personally and for long-term sustainability. Well, that is everything I have to cover for today's Macro Monday. I hope that this was helpful for you guys. Again, my Get Fit in Six Summer 2.0 Challenge is now open for enrollment. So if you're wanting more information on that, check out the link in my Instagram bio. I'm running this challenge for a whole new rate. I've never ran it at this low of a rate. So if you're needing customized macros, if you're wanting to have that account accountability piece, if you're wanting to have a private check-in with me, at week three, where you're going to get adjustments to your plan. If you're wanting to have a supportive community as well, where you can share your progress, where you can get motivation from and get fun recipes, then I would recommend this challenge for you. And again, college students, people who are afraid to invest in one-on-one -on -one coaching, people who have never had a coach, but they're wanting to get a taste of macros that aren't from a calculator. This is going to be a perfect program for you, but I hope you all have a wonderful night and thank you so much for hanging out with me. Okay. So now I have to end it from a million things. Bye guys. Have a happy Monday.